This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1124. Don't devastate the examiner in IELTS speaking. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Good news! Today, we are giving you three band nine sample answers for IELTS speaking questions about good and bad news. Listen in for high-level vocabulary and intonation tips. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Aubrey, my friend, how are you? I am excellent. How are you? <laughs> I'm fantastic. Um, as we're recording this, guys, we just came off a four-day holiday, so we're back and feeling refreshed, and, you know, we are talking about good news today, and uh, I feel like that's good news, that we just had a little, a little holiday. <laughs> right? It's just good news that we're talking about good news. There's so much good news today. <laughs> good news. Today's episode is about good news. Um, <laughs> guys, I want to remind you that you could find out if your score is good news. If you go to allearsenglish.com slash my score, you could take a free little IELTS quiz, guys, um, that I made and get your estimated IELTS band score, again, for free, and then resources we made for that score. So go to allearsenglish.com com slash my score. And before we get into these sample answers about good news and bad news, actually, mm -hmm. um, I want to give a shout out to a student who just got good news. Firuz got a 7.5 on his speaking, seven overall. Congratulations, nice. three key student Firuz. Yes, congratulations. That's my favorite. I love these shout outs. I love hearing students. Let us know, guys, when you get your scores. We are as excited as you are, at least. Maybe not you, quite. Well, yes, I would say yes. We are. We are. You're probably more excited. <laughs> Maybe. We're, st we're still super we're so excited. excited. Yes. Um, this is just real fast before we get to the, the sample answers. I just want to talk about how grateful I am to be um, an English teacher who gets to see like these real results in their students like it's usually yeah. as a, a language teacher it's not as measurable as being an IELTS teacher you know so mm -hmm. it's just good news I love my job okay well and not such high stakes right I taught English in high school and yes it was exciting for these students to pass an important exam for them but nothing like you guys that are studying for immigration or to do a master's degree way higher stakes way more excited for you when you get the scores you need so Yes, it's the best. 
Awesome. Awesome. All right. So Aubrey is going to ask me a couple part one questions, and then I'm going to ask her a sample part two because she is so excited to share some good news, yes. and this is a great <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> I know. And Jessica doesn't know yet. This, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. It was a big deal for me, but this is, uh, <laughs> it's going to be news for Jessica as well as you guys. <laughs> that reminds me of a cool idiom, guys. If um, somebody tells you something that you don't know or that you haven't heard of before, you could just be like, mm, that's news to me. And it's not just about like, you know, headlines and newspapers. It's just like, oh, that is information I did not know. <laughs> yes, exactly. Especially if it's something mm, sort of especially surprising, right? Be like, well, that's news to me. Like, yeah, I totally. had no idea. <laughs> totally. I love it. All right, let's get into these sample part one okay. answers. All right. Do you handle bad news well? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm I'm going to say no. I wish I handled it better. I handle it better now, for sure, than I did when I was younger. But I have always tended towards the dramatic, if you will. I experience many feelings and emotions. And so if I get bad news and it's unexpected, like it could floor me. Um, but as I said, uh, I handle it a lot better now than in the past. <laughs> nice. That I love the floored me, right? This is such a good idiom to say if you are really upset or surprised, you can say that floored me. Almost imagine dropping to the floor. You're that shocked. This is yeah. such great vocabulary. And then I just love the I'm gonna say no. <laughs> like really informal to say gonna, but listen to that intonation. So native and good. We still get questions about that. It, if it's uh, appropriate to say wanna or gonna mm. on speaking part one. And yes, guys, it is. These are informal questions and you must show informal communication. It has to be appropriate, right? Um, all right, let's do one more sample part one and then we'll get to okay. the main event, yes. which is Aubrey's sample <laughs> part two. <laughs> all right. Do you avoid giving bad news to others? No, I really don't have a problem um, talking about anything with other people, to be honest. Um, I don't shy away from difficult conversations. In fact, I would say I sort of revel in the challenge of difficult communication. Um, and uh, my drive, if I have to share bad news, is to help the other person deal with it in the best way possible. So it's like, it's a chance for me to help someone else, which might sound selfishly positive when it's negative for someone else. But I guess, long answer short, no, I don't avoid giving bad news. <laughs> oh, that is a good answer. I love the phrasal verb, shy away from. I don't shy away from this, meaning just a band nine way of saying I don't avoid something. Yeah. And then revel, the verb revel, instead of saying, I really like that. I enjoy that to say I revel in that. Such great vocab. We're always uh, trying to get students to have more interesting vocab for these really typical IELTS functions, you know, like liking and enjoying. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's that's a super amazing little word to keep in your pocket, guys, for IELTS. Um, I'm the opposite, by the way, just really quick. I know you I are. I do anything <laughs> to avoid giving someone bad news, even if it's dumb and little and they're not going to care. Like I was at volleyball last night and someone was breaking a rule for sand volleyball. They were open hand receiving. And I told someone else, I'm like, you have to tell him because I don't want him. <laughs> <laughs> Such a silly thing. 
<laughs> but I didn't want to be the bearer of bad news. That's why we make a good team, Aubrey. Yep, yep. that's exactly yes. right. <laughs> All right, awesome. So, guys, now for the main event. Um, Aubrey is going to give a sample part two answer to the following question. Let me get my timer ready here. All right. I would like you to describe – and by the way, guys, this is a for real IELTS test question, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. I would like you to describe some good news you received recently. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I had been devastated when my laptop quit working, mostly because I had been working on a book. I was writing a book and it was saved on this laptop. And crazily enough, I had not saved it anywhere else. I hadn't uploaded it to Drive. I hadn't saved it on a hard drive. So it was just lost. But it was way it was going to be much too expensive, right? Very cost prohibitive to get this laptop fixed. And I didn't feel like it was worth it. Like, if I decide to finish this book, I can redo it. It's just not worth the money. So it just sat for almost a year, this laptop. I wasn't going to donate it because I was so sad about it. And I kept sort of vacillating back and forth between maybe changing my mind and getting it fixed. And then a couple of days, ago, I took it into the repair shop just to see how much it would cost to get an estimate. And they did this factory reset, reboot something magical that tech people know how to do. And it powered up and it wasn't even wiped. And the book was there. And I felt a little bit foolish for not doing that a long time ago, (laughs) being a little more tech savvy and realizing it was possible to fix it. But also so thrilled that this book that I had, this work that I had completed wasn't lost and that this pricey laptop was salvageable, which I had thought was just trash. Like I'm lucky I didn't donate it or throw it in the dumpster because I considered it. I almost did. So it was such stellar news for me to find out that not only was my computer fixed, but I had this project that I had put a lot of heart and soul into and I would have been really devastated to lose it. So it was fantastic news, probably the best news that I've ever received in my life when that technician told me. Okay. (laughs) Back up here. Back up here. Slow down. Okay. We wrote up. We wrote a book? What are you talking about? <laughs> so it's a it's a book of game instructions. It's like oh, instructions for yes. all. Yes, I told you about it once upon a time. And so, you know, instructions for card games and That's dice so cool. games and large group games and all kinds of the swimming pool games, right? Super <laughs> fun. And I had done the lion's share of it, which means most of it. And then my laptop just wouldn't power on. Nothing I did would make it turn on. So I thought it was gone. But it's oh not. my gosh. Okay. So, um, so 
The first way I want you guys to learn from Aubrey's answer is the expressive intonation. Getting a part two cue card like this is a gift, guys, because there is obviously emotion attached to what you're saying. And if you listen again a few times to Aubrey's answer, guys, she's not speaking quickly. She is giving full space to that intonation. And not only does that improve your pronunciation score by leaps and bounds, but it also helps your fluency score, guys, because when you slow down, first of all, it's easier to fill that two minutes and you have time to organize your thoughts, think of vocab. So that is, I think, the number one thing you guys could learn from that answer is by listening and mimicking Aubrey's expressive pronunciation because she really really, really gave space to that um, expression. So some awesome vocab words, guys. Instead of saying, like, I was extremely sad and upset, devastated. That's like the extreme of sad and upset. Devastated. I was destroyed (laughs) by this news. Um, Instead of saying that something is too expensive, like you don't want to spend all that money, say it's cost prohibitive. Such a bandine adjective. That's awesome. And then the last word, there were a lot of great words that I wrote down, but the last word that I want to point out to you guys, because it's really useful, not just for speaking, but for writing, is vacillate. So vacillate is a verb, which means to go back and forth between something, fluctuate. So for task one, guys, you could describe the numbers as vacillating between 10 and 100 or whatever, but Ooh. then your your mood, your feelings, your emotions can also vacillate because we go from feeling, you know, happy to sad about something or between making a decision. I want to do it. I don't want to do it. I do want to do it. So that's vacillating. So that's such a great word. Um, well, <laughs> congratulations. I can't wait to yeah. read the, the final book, Aubrey. Yes, I'll have to send it to you. And yeah, I, uh, I'm so glad you pointed that out about intonation, especially a word like devastate, devastating. If you say that, like I was devastated, that doesn't make sense. (laughs) You have to really hear that you're, you know, you can say I was sad, but I was devastated to, you know, to make it match the word, how extreme the emotion is, right? That's true. If you're like, I was devastated, like that doesn't make any sense. Like that would be really Very unnatural. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, remember, check out our free IELTS quiz. I made it just for you. AllAirsEnglish.com slash my score. All right, Aubrey, enjoy the rest of your week. You too. See you later. All right, bye. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.